What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fan fiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast. Where we read erotic Harry Potter fanfic one chapter each episode. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Meow. Oh, yeah. When you wake up in the morning And you're feeling kinda horny But you've gotta get to work real fast First you grab your phone Then you make sure you're alone Time to download and press play on that erotic podcast Grab your wands It's about erotica Grab your wands It's about erotica Grab your wands It's about erotica time Welcome back. I'm your host, Danny Chapman. Lindsay Rush. And Allie Lefevre. And we just crushed that intro. It only took us three hours and a lot of infighting to land on that. For all of you haters who say, your intros suck. Just kidding, no one said that, but now they're... (laughs) It's literally just us who hates our intros. Well, I think we've peaked in how bad they can get, so... I also want to state for the record how against this I was, but then I got on board, and so I think I'm on board. It's a democracy, so thank God there's three I got on board when I realized that without me, the lyrics were going to just be garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, That theme song we're calling... Saved by Katie Bell. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be available on our Spotify playlist that is currently in the works. Save Katie Bell. <laughs> Save Katie Bell. Um, bum, bum, bum. It's our combination of our favorite things, uh, erotic fan fiction and 90s references. Yeah, that's that's sort of become the ethos of this podcast, Yeah, right? it's amazing how many <laughs> 90s references we've... We've really doubled down on. So, and now we're like, yeah, there's more. You were like, didn't we just talk about she's all that? I'm like, but not this scene. <laughs> by the end, by the end of the podcast, we'll have gone through the entire rom com lineup from the nineties, like every movie. Um, guys, hi. This is real. Now this is our real. Even though we started cool work, we're still gonna bumble through the night. It's just who we are. I'm feeling good. So let's do let's do some uh, exciting updates. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Last, so, yeah. yeah. Last week we pretended that we had gone to PotterCon. Mm-hmm. This week we really did go to PotterCon Chicago. Right. And by the time you listen to it, we will have it will have been like two weeks ago that we went. It'll be old news. Just, <laughs> by then we'll have been on Oprah and stuff. Oprah's not even. <laughs> we'll have gone back in time. We've gone back in time and gone in Oprah seven and a half years ago. But um, no, PotterCon was great. We don't mm-hmm. have to say a ton about it, but it was awesome. People were so much fun. Uh, it was at the House of Blues in Chicago. If we, you're listening and you met us, we loved you. Everyone was so fun and yeah. You might remember each of us. Uh, Allie was in the hallway being a gypsy, forcing people to sign up for the mailing list <laughs> and stealing things from around the House of Blues. And being a fly girl. And uh, being a fly girl. Lindsay was in the back, DJ Lavender Brown out, not talking to people because she scared several of them away from our space. 
and Wait, I was touching. Did you scare anyone away? You were, no, you didn't. You did no, great. You, no, you were just like in intro. You were too introverted. Yeah, I was yeah. really nervous. It was and, really weird. And I touched literally everybody's phone that yeah, they used Danny to poop became, with. Remember right, so, <laughs> right I, before it started, we were like, let's not be the ones that take the fo-. We had a photo booth set up. We were like, let's not put ourselves in that position so that we don't have to take every photo. And Danny, bless his heart. Had to, he's, he was just there and he's nice. I know. Between me and you, I think we took every oh, yeah. single photo. <laughs> Danny, you more than me. It was it my was pleasure. <laughs> so thanks for all of that and all of you. That was really fun. Uh, the next bit of news is that Paterotica has gone global. It has been so exciting to see all of the kind of syndicated news that has come out about us. So we uh, there was a video made by a channel in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Every time I'm like, in Spanish, I'm like, but in Spain, Spanish, yeah. like such an American. Spain, um, Spain. That's the real deal. It's the real kind. Germany, Switzerland. We had a fan write in from the Philippines. Yeah. One of the largest publications in Indonesia posted about us. Which, so psyched. Which, like, God bless Google Translate. Translator? Translate. Translate. Because yeah. it's so funny at like the the gaps in like the it's not a perfect translation so can we read let's read oh, just yeah. a, have a few snippets from this this article from Indonesia Danny <laughs> first honors pretty Danny. incredible in this first season well I'll try the beginning Ali Lefevre and Lindsay Rush and Danny Chapman <laughs> are the figures behind the stories they spread on the podcast in this first season they read a fictional story of nine episodes in a loud voice. <laughs> Stories written still use the characters of Harry Potter, but sometimes the groove is full of humor in it. I love the that. Groove. Sometimes the groove is full of humor in it. It's like, that's what surprise, I think. Surprise, sometimes the grooves. I love it. I like want to use that to describe myself. I feel like that is how we read in like a total groove, just vibing and feeling it. And sometimes it. that groove, it's full of humor. LOL, LOL, Um, The Potterotica podcast is not the first published erotic podcast, even just to be laughed at. Many other podcast publications are impregnated with humorous stories that make no sense. <laughs> they did not use the contraceptive curse. So no, none. I love. I like. Will never get tired of that. It's and, so funny to me. And then minutes before we started, <laughs> we saw an article posted from a Chilean yes. publication. So that's got us. We've got North America, South America, Europe, and Asia. So if you're listening in Antarctica and you have a publication, that would really help us. And then. Africa, and we're missing... Australia. Australia. Somebody <laughs> in Australia must have... I don't know. We'll, we'll travel there. It'll Are we take really missing Greece? Like, isn't that like our second highest Oh, Greece staff? is the second highest <clears throat> country outside of the U.S. in terms of listenership. If you are in Greece... And you have any friends in Australia, can and you, you spread the friends, word? Yeah, give us a shout out. <laughs> I'm sure they do. It's like so close. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, do you know? <laughs> and I think it, this is, you know, obviously a testament to Paterotica, but no, <laughs> terrible. It's <laughs> no. a testament, I think, to, to the stories that they're so yes. universal. Yes. And so is being horny that combined, <laughs> yeah. we've got some listeners. It's like, so. what more perfect recipe is there? Yeah. Horny Food, wizards. Yeah. Laughing about horny wizards is like... A universal truth, yeah. like love and kindness and horny wizards. Horny wizards, yeah. It. That's how it goes. <laughs> Thank you to everyone around, everyone around the world. Yep. Around the world. So we're doing our world tour. Next stop, Chile. Chile. Hey. <laughs> um, I think the next piece of news is we have another voicemail, right? Yes, we have another voicemail. Very exciting. I just like love it. I love hearing from you guys. So please call in. So this is from Stephanie. So Stephanie, we, we've referenced Stephanie many a time on this podcast. She listens uh, in secrecy from work. So this is from her. 
Hey, you guys, this is Stephanie. I've written on uh, all your posts like crazy. I'm one of your big fans, and I might have to cut you off because I'm at work and I'm hiding in the bathroom. But anyway, I just wanted to make a comment about the Roger Davies situation. That guy was the, he was the one who went to the Yule Ball with Fleur. Um, and they were like caught making out in the bushes outside. And then he also, let's see, he also had like a thing with Cho Chang. Uh, and then she like rejected him. Um, and then he, I think he's always kind of like had a girlfriend and he's always kind of hooking up. So he's kind of like a man's slut of Hogwarts, to be honest. Uh, definitely the man's slut of Ravenclaw. Anyway, just wanted to say that, uh, I better go before someone thinks I'm pooping or something. All right. Love you guys. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That is so, so great. So Roger Davies, that. That CAD. So thank you, uh, Stephanie, for dropping that Roger Davies knowledge on us. I didn't know anyone in in the world of Harry Potter was as well-versed about Roger Davies as you are. (laughs) Did you secretly know a ton about Blaze, too? You can tell us. (laughs) She's like, that's the next call. We need to find someone who, like, really loves Blaze. Remember someone at at PotterCon mentioned it? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were a Blaze fan. Mm-hmm. Um, just really quick, so that Roger Davies info makes sense why he's uh, tooling around town yeah. with Cho Chang. So thank you, Stephanie, for calling from your bathroom to let us know. If you do get fired, we will gladly take you on as an unpaid intern. Yeah, so that should, uh, yeah. That should solve that That should problem. really cover, cover your ass. <laughs> um, what else is there, you guys? Should we pensive? Pensive. Let's do it. Let's do it. So... The last chapter began where Draco had saved Hermione. He was Batman. Yes. Mm-hmm. He swooped in out of the shadows. He was Batman from all generations. He went from Keaton to Kilmer to to Bale. Clooney. Yeah. To Bale. So he swooped in, saved Hermione, um, and to thank him, she... She was so horned up by his chivalry yeah a horny heroism Mm -hmm. that she gave him a moving staircase blowy a blowy which that we suspect was actually slughorn as the stairs (laughs) i want to call it a blowy on the goey (gasps) you may (laughs) add it to the instagram empire (laughs) instagram we need to add it to our uh, dictionary. Okay, yeah, we're gonna to add our a dictionary. We can add a definition: the blowy and the goey. I was just trying to increase the hologram empire. <laughs> oh, great! I love it. Branching um, out. So they do that, but it's not enough for no. her. She's insatiable. Insatiable. <laughs> the stairs lead her and uh, Draco to the great hall, where they uh, couldn't make it all the way to the Slytherin table, it's but too instead. Far. <laughs> began uh, on the Ravenclaw table. So I think when we left it, Draco's going down on her. No, we ended with the fuck me till you die. Fuck me till you die line from Hermione, which is about as aggressive as Hermione's gotten this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it makes sense, though, because you guys, this is the second to last (gasps) chapter. I know. This is about to be over. There's so much that... There's so many loose ends that I just... We need to get Pansy better make... Yeah, speaking of loose ends, right? <laughs> Rip shot. Did someone say pansy? <laughs> Rude. Um, but awesome. Uh, I think. I've got some theories. I hope they pay off. One of them is that we've got a um, polyjuice situation going on with Pansy and Hermione right now. That. I don't know. 
Hermione's wow, thirsty. That's a, really, whoa. that's a really good theory. It's either that or it's creature, and he's Hermione. <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, and wow! You just blew my mind that that is a total possibility. I don't, I don't know. But I have they been for more than an hour at a time? I feel like they would have just judging from the way stories like this are generally written. I feel like they would have let us in on that, so we would have enjoyed the whole thing. I feel like we would have known it was Pansy yeah. so that the whole time. But I could be wrong. That oh, is wow. a strong. Anyway, that's my. That's where I'm going. The so let's see if it pays off. Of them all. And my theory is that. Someone still has Amartensha in their yeah, it bloodstream. Seems like, remember, like, he even asked her. He was like, "Are you?" Yeah. So I feel like that could present itself. Is that someone's been horned up because of the potion? There's- I have no theories. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got nothing. I'm just here to say no to songs. Wait, which we, I do want to acknowledge. We know that we don't sound awesome. I don't want anyone to think that we are like. Ah-ah-ah-ah-ah. At the end of every episode when I'm listening to it, we, we sing our Wands of her Down song. We sound so, so, like, struggling, and it makes me laugh so hard. I doubt there is any person listening that thinks, thinks that, that we, we think, think we sound I, good. We have heard, though, that people get that song stuck in their head, and that makes me really happy. Oh, my yeah. friend texted me the other day. He was like, I just found myself humming the Wands of her Down song. So, <laughs> he owes us Brett. 12 cents. Yeah. <laughs> royalties. Yeah, royalties. <laughs> We're thinking about well, it. Well, there is only one way to find out what happens in this chapter. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. Okay, let's go. Hey guys, we have a quick announcement before we dig into the juicy story. We have a upcoming live show Tuesday, June 27th in Chicago. Our first live event. We're so excited. Yay. And we wanted to tell you about it. So you make sure and get your tickets before we sell out. So we're going to be reading a new like one-off story. There's going to be audience participation. Um, There's going to be drinking games. And we're sorting you into your sex houses. It's going to be really fun. Grand old time. So if you want tickets, you can go to our website, Poderotica Podcast, under the events tab, and it'll link you right to the ticket page for purchase. Um, Allie, it's PoderoticaPodcast.com. How oh, could you forget a dot .com? The they don't, t- could be dot .gov. Dot they gov. don't know. Sorry, guys. So, <laughs> sorry. Go to that website, get a ticket, because they are selling like hotcakes, and we want all of you guys to be there. We can't wait to meet you. Yay! Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. That might happen sooner than you think, he said. Before she could even consider this, he pulled out and thrust back in with stunning force, sending Hermione reeling. All thoughts of Draco's cryptic response were gone. That is a really cryptic thing that he thinks he's going to die. But I guess he's sort of about to like... Well, go be well, a Death Eater. Remember? No, remember this is sixth year when he's fixing the vanishing cabinet. Right. So he so is he like putting him, yeah. getting a lot of pressure from the Death Eaters, and he's right panicked and crying in the bathroom and moaning Myrtle, blah blah blah, all that. That's right. <laughs> That'll get anybody's hormones raging. Yo, yeah, that's what gets me really <laughs> like, up. Fuck me until you die, and he's like, yeah, I'm possible. Fine. Yeah, let's go out with a bang. Sure. Go out with a bang. Mm. Good work, Allie. He picked up a steady rhythm and hammered into her. (laughs) Their sweat mingled at the contact between their flesh. Hermione was pulling him close on top of her, moaning. Draco was straining against this, trying to gain more length to fuck her harder. It was a constant battle. (laughs) More length, less length. More length, less length. (laughs) Find a rhythm, you idiots. (laughs) Finally, Hermione had had enough of fighting for dominance. Get up, she said. Draco looked at her, but pulled out and stood on his knees on the table. 
Lie down, she ordered. He questioned her with his eyes. Trust me, you'll like this. You guys, this does feel very out of character. It does. All of a sudden, we're going to hear, I'm so (laughs) Am I too big for you? When Polly just starts um, wearing off, isn't it like, it's like. like, Yeah, you start transforming into the. Right, and it's sort of gruesome. Imagine that happening while you're inside of someone. Ooh. It just like loosens up. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's how he senses it first. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Gosh. He lay down on his back on the table. His cock pointed straight up to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> that teenage boner. Don't make there me talk is. about it. <laughs> okay. 18 plus. Don't make me talk about it. I will. His pre-cum pooling on his abs as he waited for her. He looked up to see what she was doing. She was kneeling, her legs on either side of his chest, and was lowering herself down. She reached for his cock, giving it a few gentle strokes before placing it at the opening to her pussy. She guided it in and put all of her weight down on it, slamming into Draco's pelvis. He gasped. He watched her breast bouncing as she began rhythmically pounding into him. She would rock forward and back, sliding her pussy up and down the length of his cock. He was almost powerless to do anything, as her legs had pinned his chest and offered very few options for movement. Beyond that, he didn't want to do much moving by this point. He was far too entranced with what Hermione Granger was doing to him. Draco didn't need to worry about the pace she was setting. It was both harder than he thought possible and faster than he could have thought possible. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. She'd started off traversing the complete length of this shaft, but this had been too slow. However hard it might allow her to fuck him, it wasn't enough. She began to move less and less, but consequentially faster, and the force never let up. Because this is like that is meme where you're doing math above your head. Like, this is me is, trying to follow. The this velocity. Is exactly, exactly what's happening like, to me. Timmy and Jane are two years apart. Timmy's six foot It's like tall. X divided by Y, right. the square root They're, of... Two trains are going at the same, same pace. In a different direction. <laughs> Which train will get there first? If both balls are slamming. <laughs> Her breast bounced faster, and it was all Draco could do to keep his head tilted forward to enjoy the view. I don't think I understand their positioning right now. To me, it sounds like they said her legs were pinning down his chest. How are his legs pinning his chest and also his dick pinning inside of him? That is what I can't reconcile. Maybe it's that, like, picture her sitting, her knees are clamped around It's like she's preying on him, I think, and her her knees are holding down. Got it. Holding his arms down. But not his chest down. No, I think her knees are on his chest. But how could her vagina reach his penis? I think she's sitting like on her, like you do when you sit on your legs. Like a kneel, like Like a a praying position. (laughs) We'll draw it out. Can you picture this? But logistically, if someone was sitting on my chest. No, like your knees and then your butt's way back there. It makes your knees, your legs are long. He has to have a long penis then. Well, we Ellie, know that. We'll have to show you a picture later. <laughs> yeah. What is interesting, though, I'm is that she has... She's got balls so, in the middle of the shaft <laughs> <laughs> She's got so much control over herself that she can, like, down to the inch, get that yeah. motion. Because okay. that does mean her leg... She's, like, full... All her weight's on top of him. Her legs aren't on either side. They're on top. Yeah, okay. she's got full control. She's, like, uh... <laughs> so excited. Oh, yeah, she got full control. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, you know those, like, desk... The yeah. thing, the balls that like hit mm-hmm. each other, but yeah. then at the end it slows down. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's like starts slow. I want to pull up more of the like the phone sound effects. That's great. Um, her pace kept increasing and increasing. Draco could tell from the slippery inside of her pussy that she was getting very close. God damn it, Draco, impale me. <laughs> you guys, this isn't Hermione. It can't be Hermione. This, her 
her choice of descriptives descriptives is just incredible right now. It's very medieval. Me, fuck me till you die. Impale me. Wow. <laughs> it is very medieval. He understood her urgency, but there was nothing he could do. She set the pace. I'm going to come, he groaned. Do you want me to? Yes, I'm so close. Do it, Draco. Push me over the edge. He arched his back, pushing up into her with such force that her knees momentarily left the table. He came like this, his body shuddering beneath her, come spilling into her hot, wet crevice. Oh. Is crevice up there with velvet sleeve? A crevice is worse than velvet sleeve. No, it's not. It is. Crevice, because when I think of crevice, I think of something like dirty and dark. This is like comical, like he's like an oil, you know, leak. Right. Just like, like a whale, like a little she, whale spout. She's not, none of her body is touching anything. Her is knees she, momentarily left the is table. Is she levitating? She is. She should. Love you, saw. She felt Love it. Love She felt it inside of her, and the floodgates broke. She felt her walls clamp down around Draco's cock, milking it for everything it was worth. Oh, God. As the waves of orgasm traversed her body. He held her on top of him for several minutes until her orgasm receded, and she could regain control of her limbs. He watched the rise and fall of her chest, the swell of her pale breasts, and the starlight as she caught her breath on top of him. I hope Davies can smell it in the morning, she said between breaths. Uh, Oh, Badussie? What? Badussie. What? You guys have never heard of that phrase? Is that a different language? Is this like hofty? Badussie, I think it stands for like breasts, dick, and pussy. Like Badussie? You've never heard that? Like a (laughs) turducken? Yeah, you've never heard someone say, oh, that smells like Badussie. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So it must the apparently be from butt because breasts don't smell like anything. Or butt. Maybe it's yeah. like butt, dick, and pussy. I wasn't sure if yeah. it was. Well, yeah, it must be breasts. Then it smells like boobs in here. <laughs> yeah, that was my first instinct that it was butt. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, but was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there's some bad Badussy in here. Apparently, my twenties were way more fun than yours. I hate that. <laughs> this is on the Ravenclaw table. Like this is disgusting. There's gonna food pop up at any moment out of the table. Oh man, based on the Raven, <laughs> based on the uh, Great Hall catering schedule. <laughs> Sketch. Um, How cool would that be, though? You know, like sometimes you get hungry after sex. That, yeah. like, you know, right there on the table next to it was just like a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> That'd drive him mad, no doubt, Draco said, smiling. He sat up, kissed her lightly, his tongue only brushing against her lips. (laughs) That's like licking her. (laughs) He licked her and vaulted over the edge to regain his clothes. She loved this about Draco. He wasn't one for pillow talk. (laughs) What girl loves That's like every girl's nightmare. He just bolted as soon as we got done boning. My favorite thing about my boyfriend is that he just bones and runs away. (laughs) She's got to get back to studying. Just humps and dumps. Aww. (laughs) He wasn't one for pillow talk. They were done for the evening, and they both saw the sense in getting out of there. There was no point in drawing it out and extending their chances of getting caught. When they were both fully dressed, they exited the great hall in silence and crept back to the stairs. Draco pulled her in for one final passionate kiss before setting off for the dungeons. Pleasant dreams, she called after him. He turned to wink at her. The days left at Hogwarts were growing thinner and thinner until finally it was their last night back. What does that mean, last night back? Do they mean like last night in school? Yeah, I think last night in school. They would be taking the train back to King's Cross the next day. The atmosphere around Hogwarts was mixed, as it always was, with students torn between their final preparations for the journey home and the fantastic June weather to be had on the castle grounds. 
Pansy Parkinson. Ooh. I knew she'd come back. <clears throat> ready? Get ready. If she has um, any lines, you've got to step in. Pansy Parkinson, like the rest of her dungeon-dwelling friends, was not on the grounds. Instead, she found herself tailing. She had a suspicion as to where he might be going, but she couldn't be sure. So she followed him, making sure he would never see her. She couldn't imagine what it must look like to an observer, but she didn't have any time to think about that. Draco was taking a nonstop stream of shortcuts. She needed to pay attention so she didn't lose him. I love the idea that, like, she's trailing him behind a tree and then Creature's also behind a tree. <laughs> and then, like, Hermione's, like, you know, coming out of a bush. And, and, then, like, <laughs> and then Ron, like, peeks around the Quidditch pitch. <laughs> and then and then Slughorn is the tree. <laughs> and then and then we've got, like, Voldemort, like, hey, what are you doing? You've got to be doing the Death Eater thing. Just, like, For some reason, I picture that Ron and Harry had the ingenious idea to be on each other's shoulders in one giant trench coat. <laughs> Like two Hagrid? Like this. <laughs> this is cool, right? No one will notice. They borrow Hagrid's <laughs> coat. Idiots. But of course, eventually her thoughts drifted back to what she was trying to do, which was seduce, and she lost him. She had had it with his games. She was sick of him holding out on her. She wanted him to fuck her brains out already, and she'd be damned if she didn't get what she wanted. She could only hope she knew where he was going. So it sounds like she wasn't Hermione. Okay. I, over- I overthought it. <laughs> that would good. be a great this story, though, Danny. You should write yeah. fanfic. She hurried onward up to the seventh floor corridor. She stalked towards the bathroom that no one she knew used except for him. It was too far out of the way. She had no idea why he'd go all the way up here just to use the bathroom, but she didn't care. It meant that she could fuck him in there and no one would ever walk in. Maybe Guy has to take a poop or something. I know, we all had that that campus bathroom. (laughs) Mine was in the... the, the history library. You really do remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Carlos Museum had the best bathrooms. Pansy inched the door open and peered through. He was sitting against the wall below the single window, which was streaming in the mid-afternoon sunlight. He was still dressed mostly, but she was shocked to see that he had his cock in his hand. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Guy guy can't jerk off without getting caught in this school. (laughs) His eyes were closed as he jerked it up and down slowly. There was pre-cum covering his hand. Of course. God forbid we mention. (laughs) There's a pre-cum again. Um, Bouting out. Pansy figured he had probably been at it for a while. Not surprisingly, she realized that she was extremely horny. Her hey, hand- am I horny? <laughs> Wait I a am. second. Am Whoa. I awake? Then I'm horny. <laughs> her hand had wandered down into her own jeans, and she's... St- <laughs> I just love that she like can't even for a second. <laughs> she hasn't even said hi to him yet. <laughs> she's standing in the corner of the... Stall. With her hand in her pants. So horrifying. Wow. And she stifled a moan as she slipped a finger inside of her. Then another... She wanted yet another still, but she'd have to take her jeans off to manage that. So she settled for two, pumping them in and out of herself as she stood there watching. Her fingers were soon soaked with cum, and she couldn't help it. She let out a moan. Draco's eyes flew open and darted to the door. And then she did something only Pansy Parkinson would do. I hope you're thinking of me. She smirked as she stepped through the doorway. (laughs) Thank you. She, She began to undress quickly. Draco looked up in surprise, and his eyes widened as he saw what was happening. Guys, that was flawless. That not even. So that was so good. Wow. Danny was bracing himself. <laughs> this is like dinner theater. <laughs> Pansy began an elaborate strip tease. Whoa, it's like all of our, it's like our story and our Facebook Live story. Oh, Luke. I thought you were going to say it. It's like all of our wildest dreams. <laughs> oh, guys, we talked about this, right? Right? No, is that just me? <laughs> She tugged at her shirt, pulling it up to show her flat, milky stomach. Oh, I know oh. that was intended to sound sexy, but 
flat and milky. Milky is no way you want to be described. Just something about it doesn't sound sensual. It's like, sensual. I know that's supposed to describe like, like that she's pale and, or fair, I guess, but milky feels like it's soft. It feels like flat soft and, and like dewy and oh. like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Her her belly flopped out. (laughs) She giggled. Milky belly. (laughs) She began to slowly drag it up until at last it had made it over her breasts. And in parentheses it says, she wasn't wearing a bra. And then pulled it right over her head. She was smiling a wicked smile. She kicked off her shoes. She had considered heels, but she figured they weren't the best for stealth. And began unbuttoning her pants. He could already see the curves of her hip bones. Her jeans were so low. What is this? 1999. <laughs> and she had her b- belly chain. Suddenly, and her I'm a genie in a jean. bottle started playing. <laughs> Pansy would have a whale. T- she would have her thong always sticking out of her. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Great. Right. Many, many years passed. Is ass cleavage still cool? <laughs> Centaur tattoo right above it's her. Totally. She had specifically chosen these because they had four buttons. Excuse me? What? She began undoing them slowly, one by one, while she swung her hips back and forth to an invisible beat. <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle. Draco still sat there, his face betraying nothing. Oh, that, if wow. you're doing a strip tease and the person in front of you is just like a blank stare. They look like they're reading a map or like something. Button your pants back up and run. <laughs> Finally, her jeans were unzipped. I thought uh, she had buttons. Me, McTwist. I think he meant buttons. <laughs> she began to slide them down slowly, turning around so that he could see her ass while she bent over to push them down. She was wearing a white G-string, Yep. so Draco so could see every detail of her ass as she bent over. She turned around again, and then he could truly see how wet she was. Oh, guys, here we go again. The fabric of the G-string was nearly transparent. There are there is a case. G-strings are so thin you couldn't <laughs> tell. You couldn't even see that. Do you think instead of a like a whale tail, they call it like a mermaid tail? Oh right. Or yeah. Are there any other magical fish? Yeah, we got to find out. There's, what they I mean, call. there's the ones from like Harry Potter. Yeah, that's the ones that, that I would like to reference oh. <laughs> on, this pod- on this podcast right now. <laughs> to real life ones. <laughs> as opposed to the rainbow fish also, and other magical fish. If you, also, if you didn't think about Harry Potter, why don't you offer up some fish? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know any real fish. Oh, amazing. Clownfish? Blowfish? <laughs> oh, my Salmon? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull up my encyclopedia of magical. What are those, ho- what are those horrible things called? Grindelos? During the Triwizard Tournament where he's like... Getting pulled down. Yeah, what are those Pixie, called? No, Grindelos or Grindelos? Yeah. Grindelos, Grindelos. We'll come up, we'll come up with a good name for okay. what you call that whale tail in magic. Grindelow-raz jeans. Grindelow, yeah. <laughs> Grindelow, yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> Smirking, she hooked her thumbs in a string at her waist and pulled it down, giving him a tease of her smooth, hairless pussy. Like what you see? She cooed. No, sorry, Pansy, I'm done here. Putting his cock away, he zipped up his pants and left. He had disappeared into the room of requirement before she had even moved. He was done with Pansy. Oh, wow. Wow. For a long time, Pansy stood there. (laughs) Naked, save for her G-string. She couldn't believe that her best effort had failed. He'd stopped masturbating once she'd come in. She didn't understand it, but she understood one thing. She was done with men. Oh. Oh. Oh, hi, Chang. She never would have admitted it to anyone, but since she had stopped having sex with Draco several weeks ago, she hadn't slept with any other guys, only girls, Cho Chang being the most recent. 
She wanted to be with someone who treated her right, and Draco was the only guy she saw herself being with anymore. But he wasn't an option. If he wouldn't treat her right, she'd go to someone who will. She'd find a girl. They always knew exactly what she wanted. More satisfied with herself than she'd been in a long while, she departed the bathroom alone with a smile. Pansy is woke. <laughs> Pansy out. Yeah, if like your boyfriend is, if you catch your boyfriend masturbating and then you strip your low-rise jeans in front of him and he leaves to the room of requirement, just he's, leave him, girl. He's just, just not that into you. Yeah. Tell his oldish pain. He who must not be that into you. <laughs> 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 that can be the first book from um, our sex therapist. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. That's okay. perfect. He who must not be that into you. That I'm gonna, so I'm gonna make good. that book cover. Danny, every time. And that, God, you got these like that's brilliant our ideas. Freaking and... episode name. It has to be. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Hermione personally had seen more of the castle grounds than any of her friends, thanks to her last adventure with Draco. Draco. So she was inside packing away all of her things. Ron and Harry, however, were a much different sort of being, and lacking that fantastic night with Draco, <laughs> wanted nothing more than to stretch their legs outside. On each other's shoulders in a trench coat. <laughs> hey, you guys see Hermione? Of, you know those bad, the sunglasses that have a nose and With mustache nose? built yeah. in? They're just like, it's not us. <laughs> it suited Hermione fine. They'd be the ones frantically checking to make sure everything was packed tomorrow. She was packing away her undergarments and lamenting the number of ruined panties from the last month. Ugh. She would have to buy some new ones. She hasn't. When she noticed something curious, inside one of her bras was a tiny slip of parchment. Instantly, she dived for it and unfolded it. With a burning excitement not entirely void of her nether regions, she read, Seventh Floor Corridor, 3 p.m. Oh, that must have been why Draco was in there. Just masturbating, waiting for her. Oh, maybe. Aww. Oh, why would he be masturbating? Waiting for her. He wanted to get rock hard. And she walked in. She sighed and checked her watch. It was only just after 1 o'clock. She oh. knew that Draco would take her back for one last time. Hermione was desperate for it. They hadn't seen each other at all during the exam period, and she found herself needing to cast mufflatio? <gasps> Muffliato. Muffliato, what is that? It's the like earmuffs. It like blocks sound. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it had something to do with <laughs> Mu- like muff, muff diving. <laughs> mufflatio? <laughs> like, like a fellatio. Mufflatio and a guy, mufflatio and a girl. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> Sex 101. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst word I've ever read. Needing <laughs> to cast Muffliato around her four poster every night to keep the other girls from hearing her. She didn't want to think of what others would make of it if they heard her growling Draco's name while she fingered herself. Wow. But of course it was never the same. She could shout herself hoarse while masturbating and remembering all the things they had done together. But the orgasm would never come close to anything he could deliver. Wait, they all have beds that are just a couple feet from each other so even if she's blocking the sound like wouldn't people still see her like writhing and <laughs> going to town Screaming on herself, herself horse <laughs> wow okay so i was oh, wrong. she's having a weird dream <laughs> look at her mind and dream again so wait she hasn't missed the bathroom right not yet okay okay she gave a sudden thought to the summer her mind reeled what would she do Two entire months without sex sounded painful to Hermione now. Hey, girl, there's lots of guys that will have sex with you. She doesn't want other guys, Linz. Okay, She wants Draco. (sighs) She would have found it ironic since she had managed to go the first 17 years of her life without any sex. 
perhaps besides Victor Crumb lazily trying to cop a feel, <laughs> which she didn't suppose counted these days. Which doesn't count. That's not sex. God, <laughs> <laughs> they need to teach some other courses at the school. I like, I like, the, I like the descriptive lazily. Like he's like just, just like, like mm, swatted her like, boob. Slicking his arm around. Does this feel good to you? You like that? My knee. But she was too devastated. She would be staying at the borough, a house full of boys. Really, how hard could it be? Whoa. She's going to work her way through the Weasleys? She's looking to run a train on the Weasley brothers. But they were all her friends. She loved the Weasley family like her own. That made things infinitely more complicated. Perhaps she could revisit the idea of Ron. Yes. Plan B. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Ron, the backup plan. Oh, God. Ugh. She didn't need that to turn her off while she thought about Draco. Oh, rude. Thinking about turning to Ron turned her off. But she couldn't help it. Ron would be interesting. By all indications, he would certainly compete with Mr. Malfoy size-wise, which might be a problem. Hermione prided herself on how tight she was, even after all of her time with Draco. Not a slut, she thought happily, but even if she could somehow get Ron interested in her, or interested enough to act, the whole world knew he was into her, she would have to find some way to convince him she was a virgin. There was no way she could ever tell a soul about this, and she figured she could forget it if she tried to play it off like it was a one-night stand. Ron might be many things, but naive wasn't one of them. She could be like, oh, there's a chocolate frog in there. That'll get him interested. Like, (laughs) does she think that, like, Ron doesn't know her size. How would he ever be like, wait, you've had sex before by the feel of this, even though it's our first time. Would most people, I feel like most people wouldn't know if it was your first time or not. Not unless, not unless Ron and Hermione... It just went straight sex. to it. I don't know. Draco like wrecked her. Right. <laughs> That's not even how that works though. No. <laughs> She's been doing her her kegelitis. Right. Kegel. Kegelitis. Yeah. Kegel. Kegelitis. Inflammation yeah. of your kegels. <laughs> she shook her head. But why think about Ron? She had for now. She'd worry about the rest when the time came. So she passed the time by packing up her things. Before she was completely finished with her underwear, however, she changed into the only green pair of panties she had. Who's leather in school clothes? She had never worn them in front of Draco before. She preferred black since it did a much better job covering how wet she was. Oh, God. But she decided that since this was the last time, at least for now, it would be all right. The other girls began to filter in as the afternoon wore on, and the conversation made the time pass quicker. Hermione could chat along, one half of her discussing her plans for the the summer, the other half imagining the sex she would be having with Draco. If she did have to go without for two months, she thought she had better pull out all the stops for this time. Oh, what are you doing this summer? Banging on the Black Lake. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Uh, Nothing. I mean, they've got a lot going on outside of these two options. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to kill Horcruxes. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of other things you can fill your time. That's so hard about being a horny teen. Witch or wizard. Yeah. You've got nothing like, else matters. But you've got so many things to balance. When we were teens, when we were horny teens, we didn't have to worry about like the end of the world or a dark lord no. or powers. We just had to be like, Why are you working this summer? Like, oh, do you guys want to go to Deb for some new <laughs> flares? <laughs> do you guys want to go to Sam Goody and get a single CD <laughs> single? of a new radio hit? <laughs> Almost before she knew it, it was time for her to leave. No one asked where she was going. Most of them probably figured she was going to find Harry and Ron. And if they asked, that's what she would have told them. But of course, instead of heading out to the grounds, she made her way to the seventh floor corridor to find Draco. I'm looking for a Harry Dong. What? What? Harry and Ron. Ron. (laughs) (laughs) She hadn't given much thought as to where they'd be doing it. Obviously, this corridor was just a meeting place. The corridors were much too heavily traveled for it to be safe. 
She hoped that wasn't what he had in mind. It was the middle of the afternoon and all. When she considered passageways, though, she did find that she liked the idea of doing it in one of the secret shortcuts behind a tapestry somewhere. That bubble burst at the thought of Filch or Harry taking the wrong one. No, better bring her to some place absolutely permanently deserted, or there would be trouble from her. Just like, just like a tapestry. Just buckling from the wall. Over the legs with like the pants underneath. <laughs> hmm, that's very discreet. <laughs> she arrived at the seventh floor corridor and found it empty. She paced around a bit, pretending she was examining some of the paintings, waiting for him to appear. <laughs> At exactly 3 p.m., Draco stepped out of a door that had materialized in the wall. He was in the room of requirement. A whirlwind of thoughts cascaded through Hermione's brain. How did he know about the room? Was that where he was taking her? Was Harry right? Was Draco really up to something then? Maybe he just knew about the room. Maybe he'd found it on his own and just used it as a place to bring girls. She forced herself to stop thinking. She smiled at Draco. This is like the worst when you, like, it's like proof that he's bad. I know. But let's remember that Draco... Ultimately, is good. He has his heart. But now she, like, is going to be obligated to tell someone, you know? <sighs> the come-and-go room, she said, smiling. A very curious choice, Draco. She chose to use the alternative name, just in case. Oh, you know about it, too? He asked suspiciously. This confirmed her thoughts. Relieved, she figured that Draco only knew about the room in a specific context. She doubted that he knew of its full potential. When you have Harry Potter as a best friend, there aren't too many things you don't know about this castle, she grinned. Draco rolled his eyes. Whatever you say. So you're going to invite me in, she asked smugly. At once, milady. He made a mock bow and held out his hand for hers. She laughed and he stood up smiling. Of course not. Just get your arse in there before I pick you up and toss you in. You don't need to tell me twice. And that's the end of the chapter. (sighs) Guys, not enough happened. No, I have a heavy and a heavy feeling because we're getting close to the end. Do you think he's gonna like let her in on what he's doing and then like ask her to keep his secret uh-huh. and then she's gonna have to choose between her lover and like yes. the right thing? That's exactly. What's or I think she's at a minimum going to have suspicions about what it is, about what's gonna happen. I don't know if he's gonna let her in on it because yeah. he's being. I mean, at this point, we know that Voldemort and the Death Eaters are kind of hawking him, and yeah. I'm just worried. I don't think he like. I don't think he trusts her enough yet. Because I'm like really invested in the story, and I'm sad. Oh, it's almost over. Because I feel like this was perfect. Something's gonna break my heart. I know. I I feel like my heart's gonna be broken at the end. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you one up or down? Down. (laughs) Um. I'm gonna say. Wands up because, um, first of all, there was that like geyser moment on the Ravenclaw table. Oh, God, I already forgot. Where she levitated. Mm-hmm. He yeah. literally jizzed her into the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm. then also old the faithful. fact. Oh, faithful. Everyone likes a good jizz in the air. And then he like stood his ground with um, Pansy. He said, no. And I appreciated that. I'm Wands down. <gasps> And I'm wands down because I'm sad because I know this is coming to an end and I feel like something is going to foil their love affair. And so... I know, but about the... I don't know, think in the future. I'm How too do, hard. Just enjoy the sex on the table in front of you. The sex on the table in front of me. Well, I do like the fact that he didn't hide the room of requirement, that he was willing to bring her in. I did like the table sex. I like that it was... What's the word you used? Badussy. Oh. <laughs> I like the badussy... <laughs> 
on the Ravenclaw table because everyone knows you. What kind of slow? What's what happened in the Detroit area? I don't know during the years. During the 90s and early aughts. Okay. So okay. much slang. I have a feeling more readers know what Badusi is than don't know. She probably learned about it. And more she, listeners. She was getting one of her weird beer songs. How's it spelled? <laughs> it just, I think it's B. They're like, this your nipple. And they're like, hey, have I heard of Badusi? <laughs> yeah, man. Give me that good Badusi piercing. <laughs> it's breast. <laughs> it's breast. If you're, Dick Lizzie, everyone's right? everyone's breast smell in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Stank, give him that stanky piercing. Oh my god, gross! Um, How is it spelled? I think it's B D U S S Y. I get it. Like Badusi. No, we. <laughs> In case you want clarification. But oh, great! We're like, gonna have to add that into the dictionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with blowy on the goey. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. What's the thing you said that we loved? Uh. Oh yeah, he who shall not be that into you. Yeah, right? it's the he- first book in. He who, he who must not be that into must you. Must not be. Yeah. Where's your wand? Uh, my wand's up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's up. What? I was going to give you a high five. Oh, I thought you were saying like, go away. No, we're both wands up. <laughs> Lefebvre's like, wands down. I feel like I'm a, a wands down. Okay. I'm going wands down. You can I'm too your... sad. Okay. It is going to be sad. And so next week is the finale. Oh and we, I are we for sure on a... Uh, a special someone who's going to join us. By That's the plan. Do you want to say what it is? So Mick Twist is going to join us for Who's the author of this story. Author of the story is going to join us for our final episode. Mick Twist isn't <laughs> going to read with us, but Mick Twist will be joining the three of us for a little Q and A sesh about this season's story. I feel like that's a good opportunity that if you have any questions, oh yeah, you could call in. Any questions for him specifically, you could call in, or maybe, I guess, leave them on the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll we'll post we'll post a calling all questions for. Because I think Twist. that would be mm-hmm. cool to have. I mean, we have a lot of questions for him. But it'd be cool to hear some of yours as well. Questions or compliments? I mean, I'm ready yeah. to sing his praises. I thought, oh my gosh! I mean, yes. I, we're so I, we keep. I just can't believe there's not a sequel. Maybe we'll get him to write oh a sequel. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like for the wrote. summer, I want him to write about the summer, even if it's yeah. only three chapters. I'd be yeah. so. I think we can convince him. Okay. And strong arm him. I think he wrote this like. <laughs> Like a, a decade long time ago. ago. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of his, like... I was like, um, I'm a grown man now. Oh, gosh, I'm not writing told- this anymore. Just only call me by my pen name. Uh, and then the last thing, just we have been as, like, I feel like as there have been articles about us and we've been at conferences and stuff, it's been really fun to see people leave reviews and to hear what you think and all that stuff. And that really helps us in terms of like iTunes ranking. And we were, should we say what we are? Yeah. Yeah. We were number 39. Yep. Um, on the iTunes comedy podcast, uh, top podcast list, top comedy Mm -hmm. podcast. That was so exciting. And so like reviews and subscriptions are what help us get there and stay there, which is really cool. Um, so leave a five-star review, unlike um, the person who left us our very first and only and one-star only. review. I know. It was and devastating. He, he said there was too much chit-chat. And we said, <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. If we don't make jokes and we don't talk, then you guys are just listening to horny wizards have sex. Just read it. Yeah. Or get audible.com for Audible. 10 dollars <laughs> Three months free. Um, I mean, we will take constructive feedback, but just do it like sure. secretly and in front of other people, like I guess. Just like all the Miss Fig stuff. Like, I like all the... Yeah, just do it in a way that like also compliments us. 
just <laughs> a compliment don't. sandwich. Yeah, exactly. I really like how funny you guys are. Your singing makes me nauseous. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't believe we opened this podcast singing to the tune of Saved by the Bell with lyrics we wrote. So that's that's us, guys. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at poderoticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.